getting over this hurdle actually really opens you up to a sense of freedom and so much lighter and being able to just focus on your life and what you can control is really liberating. Welcome to Step Struggles. I'm your host, Brooke, and I'll be discussing common issues we face in blended families. All too often, step parents feel alone while navigating the tough times. My goal is to shine a light on these topics and perhaps provide a fresh perspective to those who are needing one. Let's discuss this week's struggle. Happy Friday! I am really looking forward to this topic because it is something that comes up so often in coaching sessions or on Instagram, and it was a huge struggle for me in my life um, since I became part of a blended family. So today I'm going to be talking about the things that we wish we could control, but we can't. And it's getting over this hurdle actually really opens you up to a sense of freedom and so much lighter and being able to just focus on your life and what you can control is really liberating. So I hope that if you are struggling with this subject, that this this episode will help you to get past that and get back to actually enjoying your day-to-day and not focusing on the things that you can't control. So I've narrowed it down to the top five for me, but I know that there are so many more. So if you do Uh, have something that you wish that I had talked about, then just feel free to shoot me a message on Instagram and I will will do another episode on it in future because I know that this one is one that we could talk about for hours. So for me, the first one is the schedule. A lot of the time in blended families, we come into the picture and the schedule is already arranged and we had no say in it and it's set in stone and there's either no shifting or there's too many changes and they're all last minute and it can just it'll drive you crazy so for us we are a plane right away so there is not so much back and forth but it was something that in the early years we did have to work things out often. Anytime we fly back, there's not a set schedule of how we see the kids. So we would talk at length so many text messages or emails or messages on our family wizard, depending on how we were communicating at the time. And just so much back and forth and just setting a schedule seemed like the hardest thing in the world. And, you know, holidays, how holidays are split up or just all the back and forth. So if you do have a court order and everything is set and everybody follows it, then the frustration might just be that it is set and you need to build your life around it. And just the idea that your whole life is kind of already planned out for you can be so frustrating because there's no wiggle room and you can't plan a trip because you have the kids that week or you can't plan a trip because you don't have the kids that week or, you know, it's cheaper to do something this day but you don't have them that day and you would have to ask for another day and then it can be such a nightmare but I have found that our approach to trying to make adjustments or changing the schedule or getting time when we fly out there it was our approach that really made it more difficult and in changing the way that we came at the changes really changed the way that we were received. So my first bit of advice would be to think about how you are handling it or 
how you are approaching your co-parent. Because if you're going at them, expecting them to just receive what you're saying as fact or just do whatever you want, think about if they came at you, would you do exactly what they wanted? You know, is there pushback on both sides and that's why there's the battle? Would it be for us? It was so much easier to just ask in the beginning work together to figure out what worked for both sides rather than figuring out exactly what we wanted and just laying it out and saying, this is what we want. We're coming this date. We'd like them this date. We can bring them back this day. And then we're going to fly out and expecting that she was just going to take what we said and be cool with that. I mean, if that was the case, if, if roles were reversed, we may not have taken well to that either. So think about how you are handling the situation and is it a collaborative thing between you and your co-parent or are you expecting them to just agree to what you have decided without their input and as far as thinking about it being you know something you're tied to it can feel like it's just something that is running your life and in one aspect it is But that is the same if your kids were biologically yours or not. There are so many things that hold us down when we have kids. You know, we'd sign my son up for baseball. So he is going to be in baseball every Saturday morning at 930. I'm going to be expected to be there. My life needs to be revolving around that for the foreseeable future. And that is a decision I made. And so you need to remind yourself that when you came into your partner's life, these were, it was part of the package. You were entering a situation where your partner has children, they have a schedule, and that is something that you need to revolve your life around. It is no different than anything else. You know, you have a job, you revolve your life around that. You have activities that you do that have times and you need to be at certain places. That's just, that's kind of how life is. So seeing it as something different because it's blended family and because you didn't get a say in it, it's just kind of, you did get a say in it. You know, you, you got with your partner who had kids and that was kind of part of the deal. So just start accepting it to be the way it is and stop being resentful of it because It's only frustrating you more the more you try to push against it, the more it's going to irritate you in the end. So just kind of see it as a job or another commitment that you have committed to and it's just is what it is. Number two, phone calls while in our home. So this is something that I hear people talk about a lot. And for us, again, being long distance, there are a lot of FaceTime calls that happen in our home. And... For a while, the kids would call their mom and be in within earshot. And the way they talk to their mom isn't exactly the same way they talk to us. Or, you know what, maybe that's not even true. Maybe it's just the fact that I am so on edge listening to them talk about what we did or if they're saying something. And it's different now that they're older. But when they were younger, hearing the way that they would say something, it could be interpreted in a way that that isn't exactly what it was. And then I'd get so tense and then I'd need to clarify what they're saying, you know, like, no, 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 we didn't do that. They didn't jump off whatever, you know, whatever thing that I'm thinking that their mom is going to be like, you did what? And start judging me or 
thinking that we are not caring for her kids properly or whatever the case is where I start feeling stressed, then that is something that it's real, you know, like it does get so stressful and you do start feeling like, and she may not even be thinking anything, but I'm already on edge knowing that they're in my house talking to their mom about things that we did and that there's any room for judgment or criticism coming from their mom or that I'm not living up to what she wants for them or whatever, whatever the interpretation I'm putting on myself and making things so stressful. So eventually we started having them make phone calls from in the basement where they are alone, they have privacy, and the stress is gone for me. So I highly, highly recommend. I know that there's there's part of you that feels like, oh my gosh, but what if there's something that said that? And maybe there will be something that said that's interpreted wrong, and hopefully your co-parent is grown up enough to ask you about it. And if they're not, then it is what it is, you know, but you can't living like that think like having that kind of stress every time that they talk to their parents. It's not good for you and it's not helpful for anybody. And their mom didn't call to talk to you or to have you pipe up every two seconds. And I'm sure you don't want to listen to them talk to their mom anyway. So get them out of the room. Don't listen to it or you leave. Go somewhere else. Go for a walk. Go outside. Enjoy a cup of coffee, whatever. But just get out of the room. It was a game changer for me. And I'm sure for her too, because if I'm calling my kids, I want to talk to my kids. I don't want somebody else being there guiding the call or telling them what to say or clarifying everything they say. I just, I want to talk to my kids. And I'm sure that they want to talk to their mom without us listening to every word they say too. And they deserve that. So give them the space that they deserve. That's their mom. They have every right to talk to their mom without you being there to, you know, control the situation and move on from it. It, I promise you will feel better. It will make you feel better. And as far as the calls go, I know a lot of people have issues with bio mom always being on the phone or the kids always talking to her on their time. But you know what? It's the kid's mom. And it's their time and it's their life and they should have open access to their parents. I know when I was a kid, if somebody told me that I couldn't talk to my mom, that would have been a huge issue for me. So try to remember that this is their mom. This isn't your partner's ex. It's their mom to them and that they should have the right to communicate with her whenever they so choose. And again, it happens they're talking to her, it's irritating you, leave the room. Go do something for you and just forget about it. Uh, Number three, the other person's behavior or their parenting style or how they are parenting their kids in their home. This is something, again, that everybody could have an issue with because we are not the same. And oftentimes, You're with your partner because their parenting styles or just their styles in general did not mesh. So you're likely going to have an issue with what they do or the decisions they make and all of these things. But it's not up to you how they parent their kids in their home. That is not something that you can control and they can't control it in your home either. So If you guys are really not getting along or really arguing about how you're doing things, then look into parallel parenting. 
let go of what they're doing in their home. Of course, unless there's abuse or there's something to really worry about. But if it's just a matter of, you know, they let them watch TV too much or they're not making them do their homework or their piano or whatever it is, forget about it. Not up to you. What they do is their business. What you do is your business. And just let go of it because you're never going to change it. And it is only going to wear on you to keep trying and pushing and stressing about that. So let it go. Let yourself move on and just focus on what happens in your home. Number four, finances. This is another one that when you committed to your partner, you committed to the child support or the expenses of raising children. And I know it can be stressful sending so much money out of your house and having no say over how it's spent or feeling that their mom is not spending it on them or whatever. Again, not your business. Nothing you say or do is going to change the fact that the money is going and you don't get a say in what it's being spent on. So let go of it. Don't worry about it. You know what needs to go out. This is your partner's commitment to their children. And just be thankful that you have a responsible parent in your home that is financially responsible for their end of what they're supposed to do because they had children and their children deserve to have a responsible parent. And if their other parent is not spending it on them or not doing right by them, that is something that they will have to answer to all in due time. Not your problem. So just let that go. Number five, communication between homes. So this is, again, something that I struggled with for quite some time. But um, if your co-parent is not sharing all of the details that you're hoping to get from them, then that's just something that probably isn't going to change no matter how hard you push. And again, continuously trying for that or hoping for it or focusing on it It's just taking up mental space in your brain that you don't need to be exerting because it's it's not doing you any good. So learn how you're going to be able to just accept that you will not be getting that information. And the kids grow up so fast and then it gets to a point where they're just going to share with you everything that they want to share with you anyway, and you aren't going to have to rely on the other parents. So It's a few years, you know, maybe 10. But as long as, again, there's no reason to worry about safety or any of those concerns, then it's it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. And getting into more and more conflict and more and more stress in your own mind, in your own house, it spills over into how you show up for the kids and your partner and yourself. And if you took all that time that you are working towards getting the information that you're looking for when the kids aren't with you into taking care of yourself or planning for things in your own home or working on your relationship or projects that you want to complete for yourself, then that would be so much more beneficial and you would be so much happier. So just try to accept the fact that the kids have another life another home, another family that just, it doesn't involve you. And that's fine. It doesn't have to. They have their own space with you. And that is what matters 
for you and for them and for your home. So keep the focus on yourself, your home, and what happens when you're with them and let that be enough so that you're not wasting your energy stressing over things that don't really matter. All right. Well, that was all I really had on that. I know, again, there's so many more things to talk about when it comes to the control stuff. But again, just try to focus on what you can control because I'm telling you, once I stopped trying to get all those things the way that I felt that they should be, I felt so much lighter and so much happier and everything was easier. I really did spend a lot of time trying to make things fit the picture that I had when I met my husband. I honestly, if we just start accepting things for the way that they are and the way that we are actually living instead of trying to force the picture that we had into being reality, we would be so much happier. So just try to live the life you're living instead of the life that you thought you were going to be living and just enjoy it. You'll all be so much better for it and the stress will start to fall away. So hope that this helped. Message me on Instagram if there's something else that you want to talk about or you want me to clarify or expand on and I would be happy to do that. And Again, thanks, guys. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend, and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Step Struggles. If you are wanting to discuss what you're struggling with, I do offer step family coaching at strugglingstepmom.com. I'm also always open to chat on Instagram at the struggling stepmom. If you would like to weigh in on our struggle of the week, give me a follow and watch for the question box in my stories. Thanks again, and talk to you guys next Friday.